Watching movies on my iPhone 6 While climbing the gym stairmaster That was me doing the Russian woodpecker sound uh, reference from the movie, which is topical. And uh, maybe you're listening to this after you've seen the movie, which isn't isn't exactly how movie reviews work. But I suppose if you're looking for a little bit uh, perspective on the movie you just saw, maybe it does. This I've done 60 of these shows, 60. And I actually have a couple more uh, old ones that I might kind of re, uh, re- that I didn't have on this feed. That I just discovered I recorded several years ago. Geez. And um, I might be putting those up soon, too. Uh, some movies that I, I did some audio recordings of myself talking about movies. And that's what you're listening to. You're listening to, you know, my, uh, what do they call it? Uh, watching movies on my iPhone 6 while climbing the Jim Stairmaster, which is a show within a show of the JeffCast podcast feed. This is a twofer on a Thursday. Just recorded episode 59, Sex and Broadcasting. That's already out. It's available wherever great podcasts are sold. This show, the Russian Woodpecker Review, is episode 60, as as previ- previously noted. This movie kind of threw me for a loop. I, weird, weird for me to watch movies in a... This is as disjointed as a watching as I can remember. I think I started this film three or four weeks ago, maybe longer. And I didn't get 20 minutes into it because I was watching the, at the gym... And wasn't quite sure. I I I had very I I saw it had gotten high reviews or you know it was highly uh, considered movie. It was a well well regarded movie, and it was on Amazon Prime. And this is back you know when I was kind of formulating a list of twenty movies that I because I sometimes I spend too much time debating what I'm going to watch next, and so I wanted to just create a list of twenty films and be like, let me just knock it out and go watch these twenty films in a row, and then we'll we'll take it from there. That way I'm not spending any time figuring out what movies to watch on any given day. I've got this list, so I'm just going to follow the list. And so I went on I went on Amazon Prime because I get that at the gym Wi-Fi very well. I've had no problems with my gym Wi-Fi uh, in terms of Amazon Prime. You can't watch Hulu or uh, Netflix apps. They have that block. So if you, if you try to access those blocks. Shout out Planet Fitness for uh, Big Brother and up in, the, up in there on York Street here in Philadelphia. So I saw this movie had good rate, had good reviews. looked looked interesting. Had a cool movie poster that always kind of grabs my eye when it's a good, well designed movie poster. And it was interesting title, "The Russian Woodpecker." What is that all about? Uh, and but other than that, I didn't dig deep into the synopsis. I I really just kind of left it left it to chance, being like, okay, here's the documentary. And I had a whole wide array. I had old comedies. I had um, biopics. I had some sports movies on this list. I had a uh, drama. I had a whole mix. I wanted to get some more, more uh, documentaries on the list of, of things to watch. Uh, so that's how I stumbled upon. And I really did just stumble upon this film. I didn't, uh, you know, I spoke a little bit about origins. How did you hear about a thing or how did you get involved in a piece of art or content? Where did your, where's your entry point? And I was talking about that last episode, uh, kind of unrelated to the movie review. And, and this one was truly kind of uh, by chance. I, I stumbled upon it. It showed. It came up in my. I think it was. Uh, I was just randomly looking at Amazon Prime, and I saw this movie poster, and it was one of those just like suggested ones that popped up. So I, I added it to the queue, and then this is what happened that when I get back to the whole disjointed part of this thing. So several several weeks ago, I start watching at this gym, and there's some full frontal male nudity. 
uh, not in a sexual way. It was an art. It was an art performance art uh, thing where the the kind of the main focal guy who's not the filmmaker, but he is the he's making this film with the filmmakers. He's the central focus. He's a performance artist slash regular artist type from the Ukraine, and he's uh, this movie is pretty much all in Ukraine. Ukraine? What do they speak in Ukraine? I don't know the language name. Ukrainian? No, I don't know. Whatever. It's a foreign language. So subtitles. It's a subtitle movie. Uh, throw that out there right out the way, out, right off the bat. Um, it's a documentary. It's about an hour and twenty minutes long, and I had no idea. This is this first twenty minutes. You, it's just they're just introducing this guy, this character, and this really was. Not, and I want to say completely unrelated to to where the movie, what what the movie actually was. But the first twenty minutes, I just saw. I'm, I'm at the menu. I'm at the gym. There's probably there was probably someone standing uh, on on the machine next to me, and they're they're, they're right close together. And I, there's a there's a, a wiener on 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 my iPhone screen. I'm staring at a man on a, on a raft. He's in a raft in a lake with a plastic bag on his head, naked, with a flint with a torch. And so that's not something I'm. Look, I have. I believe in, you know, just being me and doing, doing, doing you and, you know, all that kind of stuff and letting, letting your freak flag fly. But there's, there's bounds of, there's boundaries of good taste. And I am, I am but a man of the people and a, and a, and a, and a respectful guy at that. And I've been, I have some morals and I was raised a certain way. And I, you know, and, and, and watching, I I try to choose movies to watch in public that aren't, you know, I don't, I don't like to censor myself. And I, I I certainly don't care what I watch. Uh, at home, but I'm watching this in public, and at a certain point, you know, it's just like, it seemed a little weird, so I shut it off. So fast forward to there, and I, I'm just like kind of flipping around, I'm like let me just start this movie up again, and just see where it goes. So I was at home then, so I'm 20 minutes in, maybe not even 15 minutes into this movie. It's only an hour and 20 minute movie. So I start watching the other day at home, and I realize immediately the shift and the focal point of this movie is not really about this performance artist. It's about a much, much, much bigger issue, political issue, kind of uh, really a, a human rights issue at, uh, down down to the um, core of it. And, it's, and it was about the Chernobyl disaster. That's really the focal point of this movie is this guy who was a child during Chernobyl and who suffered some health effects and, you know, was, was a Ukrainian, was a, was, a, was, a, was a citizen of the Ukraine family is 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 ukrainian and of course chernobyl occurred in the ukraine when it was still a part of the soviet union before it was actually known as the ukraine it was just a part of the soviet union before the uh fall fall of the ussr and i i'm not a big history guy i'm not a big politics guy i'm 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 a relatively dumb dumb dude i you know i i uh i'm not i'm not a smart guy you know, if you, on this on this type of stuff, I know a lot of. Uh, I can tell you some football scores from like the late '90s. If you're interested, I uh, have that capacity in my brain to remember things. But I, for for the most part, I'm not. I, I have no real interest in history, which was which is why I think this movie is so powerful because it really grabbed hold of me. It, it grabbed hold of me, and and for the most part, kept my attention. Uh, for for especially for for a. A movie that was made probably for not a lot of money, and I don't say I'm not. I don't. This movie doesn't look bad. I don't want to say that, but you tell it was made from a lot. I think they did a, an amazing job making this film, but it's not. You know, it, it's not a spectacularly produced film. They do have some, I think, good aerial drone footage 
of uh, some of the landmarks that that they explore in uh, in in the film. And, and and just to give you a quick plot uh, summary of it is so you have this this performance artist uh, who was a child was uh, around for Chernobyl and then he's trying to get at the core because this whole Chernobyl mystery and to me I thought it was just an accident that the the, the nuclear reactor exploded people got sick thousands of people died as a result of the radiation exposure I didn't know that that there was a controversy and this is my totally my uh, what do you want to call it. Uh, naivete my just lack of uh you know my place in the world and the historical sense of of some of these matters and and that that this was this that this i i had a vague idea that this was a political event in so much as it was controversial that it happened at all uh but this movie digs deeper and it, and it i don't know if i don't know the literature i don't know the historical um if there's a there's two sides to this story or if what was explored in the story was kind of a bombshell i i don't know that i i just know what how they present it and and it sort of is and and uh basically it's, it's trying to answer the question was the chernobyl and uh disaster an accident or was it potentially done on purpose so that's one that's one part of the movie and that's that's a large part of the movie is this kind of exploration and parts of that are a little dry. He's going he's interviewing nuclear physicists, he's interviewing some people who had um bureaucratic roles in the uh, Soviet government at the time in the late 70s throughout through the 80s. Some of that's a little dry. So it does it does a lot I think it took off it took off, you know, just just in terms of my score, I think it took off some some points for that, but not not a whole lot. Uh, because it does the the greater significance of all this is is when it was shot, which is I think two thousand probably two thousand twelve to two thousand fifteen, but but the bulk of it's thirteen fourteen, and and there was the whole uh, you know Ukrainian uprising in Kiev, and they they basically this I think you know was around the Occupy Wall Street movement probably started similar time just t- just timeline wise was probably corresponding with some of this the, this political action taken by the civilians of the Ukraine and basically they created a tent city uh, in the center of Kiev uh, in in the Ukraine and um they were met with some harsh police brutality and it, w- it became a very tense um, you know much much tenser than any kind of riot or uh, I don't want to say riot but any sort of protest uh, action uh, against uh, government we've seen in this country, especially in, in the recent years. Anyway, it takes so so. There's this is there's that as a backdrop. Plus, there's this historical search for answers in this other thing. So I, it's kind of masterfully done, I think, how that how they go back and forth between the current day and the historical uh, question, which is sort of the framework of the Russian woodpecker story, which is um, you know I I don't want to give away too much, but the, the Russian woodpecker is a sound that a uh, uh, what do you call it? A saddle, uh, um, a radio transmitter, which was, which is, which again, that's all go watch the movie to explain that. I don't want to, that's not for, that's for me not to explore here. Cause that's, I'm not going to do it justice. So I'll leave that as is, but I thought the way they, they mixed in the current events with the, this whole historical question and how much, how they really were of the same, they were, they were, they were stitched from the same fabric and they were so interconnected anyway, that it was just kind of a eye opener. Um, especially in this, you know, so, so anyway, just to go back to, I, I, I start watching it 
15 minutes in and I'm watching it at home. Then I'm like, oh, crap, this actually is, is an interesting movie that isn't about a, a performance artist's uh, naked wiener on a lake. It's a really a much bigger issue. And the movie's done. There's a lot of artful performancey art things throughout the movie. Not as blatantly. There's a little bit of nudity later on, but it's not as blatant as that opening kind of shot of, of when I was talking about the artist's work, who they're, who's the focal point of the movie. Um, so so there, there's there's... There's a little there's weird arty stuff which which he, he uses as you know a way for him to kind of make sense of all this this shit and it's really you know a a, a personal story, it's a historical story, so, you know and it does really well. I gave the movie a seven point nine one one, but I mean I think if you have a burning desire for this type of stuff, if you're if you're kind of a more of a history nut, um, if you lean to the left. I guess we'd have to also add that as a caveat. Um, it might even—I I, wouldn't say—I would score a little higher for you, even because I feel like it, it. I feel like I probably didn't appreciate it. I li- I liked it a whole bunch, but I didn't. I probably didn't even appreciate it on a level that other people would. Uh, and that's that's why I gave it the score, which is still still a very fine score. Uh, Seven point nine one. Um, I will nine one one nine one one. Get it? Nine eleven. Never forget. I will say this. Fair listeners, as a programming note, as we've come to the end of another uh, fine movie review, good job, me. You did it again. Knocked it out of the park. My, I am crossing a movie off the list. I started, so I got this idea inspired by my, um, inspired by how I watch this movie at home for a couple minutes. When I, then I, when I realized it was good I, when I was watching it at home, I was like, well, let me save this for the gym. Let me say, quote unquote, save it for the gym. Cause at that point there was about an hour left and I was planning to do an hour workout the next day. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'll watch it at the gym. So I, so I did that last night. I, I'm sort of vetting these movies. that I just kind of randomly, I made this list of 20 films as noted earlier. And I have to be prepared for the fact that some of these movies might be just horrible. And I w- I'm not going to want to watch them. Case in point, I started watching, and I'm I'm striking this from the list. I'm I'm deeming it unreviewable, and this is not fair. And I understand it's not fair. But I watched the first I, three, maybe I don't even think five minutes of the of this movie called The Program, which is a uh, uh, Lance Armstrong biopic, not the documentary. There's the documentary, which I think I would be more interested in. But I started watching this movie last night, um, The Program. And I was so, I was so put off by the intro and then the first scene. So there's the title card intro, which is like stock footage from old Tour de France's, which like, it didn't work at all. I didn't think with some bad voiceover. And then they went into this first scene, which was kind of setting. I think ninety. It was like his. It was right before Lance Armstrong's first Tour de France. And sort of setting the scene, if you will, of this thing. And it, the, but the dialogue was so, like, it, this is how this, the conversation went. It was like these two guys are playing foosball, and it's some like they're in France. I guess like it's a Lance Armstrong, and then some other guy. And the other guy's like, "So Lance Armstrong, in your first Tour de France, how do you feel? You're gonna?" It's like it's like okay, it's like you know, we would have gathered that that this was the first year he was doing it because you had that fucking date on the screen. Ugh. So I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way it looked. I just saw, I'm striking it from the record. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So listen. Listen. We are now 
12. I've, so I'm striking that off the list. So that's the 12. We're 12 movies down. The next movie up, whether I like it or not, is going to be The Cake Eaters. As long as it's still, as long as, long as this one is still on uh, um, Amazon Prime, because I think some of these might not be on there anymore. It's been so long. I, I made this list in late August, and I'm still working my way through it. So The Cake Eaters. I don't know anything about that movie. I think Kristen Stewart's in it. That'll be the next review, the next movie I watch. Oh, I'm exhausted. This was a long one. Uh, 15, over 15 minutes. Um, not usually my MO, but uh, hey, what are you going to do? I got some piano uh, picks coming up for you next. Just keep, I keep churning out the work. It's all I can do. Stay tuned to the podcast feed. I love you.